Hello everybody, welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and I've got Victor Speck on the other side with me. What's up, y'all? What's popping? Not much is popping. <laughs> um, happy Wednesday to you. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, we are recording Wednesday. Yes, yes. We're supposed to record Monday, but life happens, you know. Yeah. And when when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Thank you. But obviously, you know, with the passing of the Queen and, uh, you know, that happening, you know, the Prime also got postponed. So we really didn't see a reason of recording at the moment. Uh, but now there's some games that have started to come up. And we just want to kind of like touch base on previously what had happened in the Premier League. And, you know, there's a lot of news that's been popping. Obviously, um, if you have been living, living under a rock, you know, Chelsea's manager, Thomas Tuchel, got fired. Um, Scott Parker also got fired from, uh, from what's that club? <laughs> anyway, guys, so, uh, yes, um, as, uh, Vic, uh, starts rambling here, um, we, we, it's, it's, I mean, we, there, there was that, but honestly, we've been busy, quite very busy this weekend. Yes. Um, a lot has been on the go for a lot of family for, stuff. Yeah. Family stuff for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Monday just did not work. It yeah. just ended up not working out, uh, for the two of us. P.S. Shout outs to my sister for taking third place in, uh, in her weightlifting competition. Yeah. Even though she hadn't done, you know, CrossFit or weightlifting in over like three years. So that was proper. Yeah, man. Shout shout out to her. She missed the podium. Yeah, she did a great job. So we want to give her that uh, recognition there. Yeah. But um, on that same vein, guys, uh, there's been a lot that's happened. Um, Regardless, even if the the games haven't been happening, so much that we wanted to get uh, going and we wanted to talk about it. In fact, I don't even think we've met and we've had even a general chat about it at all uh usually we would like meet up in the midweek or something yeah um and we just have a chat but not we haven't even had a time to chat about it. so this is you guys are really getting sort of our uncut um raw you know version. yeah raw version of the two of us talking about what's gone what has happened um the biggest thing that's happened so far is uh, thomas tuku doesn't have a job and as of today uh graham potter took over um, uh, the Chelsea side and for the first time in his uh, yeah for the tenure yeah first time in his uh, five year uh, contract that has been provided to him. Um, so we'll 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 chat about all of that piece. It's it's such crazy news. Um, and uh, you know we've kind of let the dust settle a little bit. We've kind of let everybody play let let the cards play out the way it needs to play out. Let the emotions. Follow. Um, yeah, let the emotions follow, and then. Uh, discuss what really has gone on, and uh, the queen, the queen, you know, has died, mm-hmm. and uh, the Premier League has suspended all of the games. Uh, I think there is one game happening, uh, a couple of games happening this weekend. Yeah, but not all the games are ongoing because the police is going to be, you know, uh, yeah, will be very scarce for those games. So we'll, we'll we'll chat about those things. We'll see how things go. And uh, we'll go from there. We'll maybe do a quick recap of uh, some of our team's uh, uh, um, uh, games. I know United played against Sociedad this um, um, last last week. And we're going to be having a game against Sheriff uh, coming up tomorrow. So lots of uh lots of content to cover even though there's really no content um and yeah, it's it's you know. it's it's football the football world will always have content yeah it always will yeah. always there's always content with the, with the yeah. media with the games yeah there's always something happening always in behind the scenes or in the scenes awesome and then the other thing too for me something that's very dear to my heart obviously is uh, the Italian league so the Italian league did happen this weekend yeah um, so I was, this there were some cool games to watch. I've been telling everybody, don't sleep on the Italian League. Don't sleep on the Italian League. Uh, but it uh, seems like people, um, you know, sleep sleep on it. And uh, they were forced to watch some games this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll cover we'll cover a couple of games over the weekend. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's get right into it. So we'll start off with uh, Chelsea sacking uh, Thomas Tuchel. It seems like um, last week we, we didn't... Uh, we didn't cover uh, Scott Parker's uh, sacking. We just there was so much on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't cover his uh, sacking from uh, Burmouth. So Scott Parker was the first. So that's the team, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, Burmouth. Yeah. So Scott, Scott Parker was the first 
to get the boots. The first casualty. Yes. And Thomas Tuchel was the second. Followed like, you know, the, the you know, a couple of, was it a couple of days or some some days after? Mm-hmm. Well, you've been close to this uh, sacking. You tell me, what do you think, man? About Thomas Tuchel? Yeah. What do you think about the sacking? Did he, was it well-deserved? Um, yeah. What, what were your thoughts on it? Honestly, man, uh, <laughs> after, um, so we won the game in the Prem. We won that last game that we played. Then we went on to play Dinamo Zagreb. But even in that win that we won, you could see, like, there was issues in the team, right? Like, I can see if just directly from the pitch. I can see the body language. Things are kind of like people are not switched on. You know what I mean? And uh, And I was just thinking to myself, like, Lo and behold, like Champions League is coming up, man. We all were so excited about Champions League, right? But something with this game was just like, I don't know how to feel. You know what I mean? Like the way we've been playing, I kind of feel like Dinamo is going to steal this game, right? Mm-hmm. I said, let me just chill and watch. I pulled up, I was watching this game and we lost 1-0 to Dinamo Zagreb in a game where we lacked cutting edge yet again. And it was just... It was so evident. And then, I honestly, like, when the game finished, I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing. I don't know why I was laughing, but I think at some point I was thinking, like, you know what? Thomas is going to figure it out some way. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, like, it seems like the Chelsea boss, you know, kind of like him, right? And uh, also, they're here for a long time, and they said they weren't going to do like the hiring and firing thing. So basically, I was well, only only for them to turn around. And I wake up in the morning, <laughs> and I saw the sack, and I was like, I didn't know how to feel. I think I I think it was like six seven o'clock in the morning. I just opened my eyes. I got a news, and I looked at my phone, and it's like Thomas Tuku has been fired. Then I, I'm like, this must be a joke. I'm just laughing. This must be a joke. And then I go to the next one. Thomas Tuku has been fired. The next one, Thomas Tuku has been fired. And that's usually how it happens. And I'm just like, he's gone. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, these guys are crazy. But the way they did it, they make Roman Abramovich look patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? This was only like six, well, six games into the season. But that Champions League loss, when I saw that game, we looked like a championship team. And I was at this point, I was like, you know what? I don't... You can you can obviously tell. Like, the, the, the way the results were plummeting last season, it was dropping. And I was just thinking to myself, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Thomas is very good. Like, he's, very, he's a very good manager, one of the top, maybe top five, top ten in the world right now. But I'm just like, something is not clicking. And somebody is not adapting and somebody is not learning. And there comes a, there comes a time when you're not learning, you're not accepting growth anymore. And at this point, I'm looking at it like he deserved to be fired. To be honest, he deserved to be fired. The results were plummeting long long before that. Not only that, Roma, um, um, Marina Granovskaya and Petra Ketch are still part of the senior advising team in Chelsea. Mm. People think they're gone, right? People think they're gone. But from what was reported from Sky Sports was Todd Boley was sitting down with, like, you know, his senior advisory team, which has Marina Granovskaya and Peter Czech all in it. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, okay, this makes sense. Then I'm just thinking to it, like, then all, I started to see all this news pop up, like, this was long before planned. Like, it was supposed to happen a long time ago. I guess, like, Tuku was not collaborating very well with them. And Tuku is very... When he starts to lose, he gets closed off, right? He's not He's not the same guy anymore. Rightfully so. A lot of coaches are like that. You know what I mean? But there comes a time when you have to look at who your owners are, who the owners of the club are, and they're trying to help you, Right? They are trying to help you in a sense where it's like they want you to speak. They want you, they want to understand what's going on so that maybe they can see what they can do to kind of like help you piece piece the puzzles back in and all of that. But 
Tuku was talking to them in tongues. He was speaking to them in tongues. Yeah. Right? And the uh, and the uh, and and it came not only from Todd Bowley, but from the other side of the board, at which is I think Clear Lake Capital. And they were like, Yeah, this guy is speaking in terms that we don't know we, we, that are very complex right now. He's not simplifying anything. And it's kind of like he he doesn't have an answer. He doesn't have a solution to what's going on with this team. Now you mentioned he doesn't have a solution, but one of the things that thought because Todd Bowley did come out and did his own presentation yes. and whatnot. Yes, he did. He mentioned about the vision. Yes, um, you know, I the, liked the vision. I, I liked the salt uh, the salt um, presentation. It's yeah, twenty seven minutes. It's actually on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. If you're a Chelsea fan, you guys should go watch it because. Honestly, it gives you a massive inf- insight to who our owners are. Yeah. Right? No, and that's fair. Uh, my only question around this, why would you say he doesn't fit your vision, but then support the investments that he has asked you to invest on? So here's the thing, right? So people were saying that, yes, Tuku, Tuku wanted players. He did. But most of the players that they got was actually a club targets it's not it's not that it was just took it later on came out that it was club targets that they were trying to target maybe the only signing which was pierre emerick obama yang and that was basically like hey you know we need a goal scorer we don't have anything there's not much on the market and then they were like you know what we'll bite on this we'll get pierre emerick in right mm-hmm. and they got him in not to say pierre emerick can be useful he can be useful for any coach any manager depending on how you use him right and um, but these were mo- majority club signings, which is why. Now, so let me. I don't want to take too much time, but the story is long. <laughs> Maybe we need to have like a separate episode for the whole story. <laughs> but I'll just break it down for you. Cucurella, Mark Cucurella. When Cucurella was coming into the um, coming into uh, Chelsea's vision of what they wanted, Bowley City had already bid. City bid. And I think City went to, uh, what was it, 30-something million? And they said, no, we want more than 40, right? And City was like, no, we're not going to pay more than 40 for Cucurella. There's no way. So they backed out from the deal. Chelsea came into it. Bowley came in. But when Bowley was getting inside the um, the meeting with Cucurella, he already knew about Graham Potter, Right. So during the meetings with Cucurella, because I guess they have the same agent, Cucurella and uh, Grand Potter all have the same agents, right? So they were speaking to, uh, Todd Bowley was kind of using like, you know, um, how do you say? Coded uh, yeah, lingo. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he was kind of like trying to incite and, and find a way to kind of get um, information on Bowley. And he was like, so how was uh, how was it with that manager? Like, did you like him, you know? It almost like turned into a whole different interview mm-hmm. about another another person, right? And Cucurella told him, he's like, yeah, we worked very well. He's got a good setup. He knows what he's doing, all of that stuff. And Tobali was already invested. I guess this was their guy long term. Long before the season even started, they were already looking at Grand Potter, right? And I guess they already have an idea of he is a company man, right? He's a guy who will collaborate with us like very well and we can like share data and we can work together to bring in more success to the club and uh integrating more youth, right? Okay. It's crazy because Bully actually wants the youth to be utilized so much more. But he feels that 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 Tuku is not that guy who's gonna play the youth over and over again. So this is a weird it's, statement. It's because, very weird. Because uh there's one player that I know a lot of Chelsea fans cry every day about Mason Mount absolutely yeah yeah they cry about Mason Mount at every turn yeah another thing too as well there's also another player that was from the youth Reese James Reese James yeah. that is Reece your mainstay James. in your right wing back position yes. your defensive position yes there's also another player that plays on that team Trevor Chaluba uh, no, not quite Trevor Chaloba, but has been Conor used Gallagher. quite. Has been used quite exactly Conor Gallagher. Mm-hmm. There's also another player that has been used quite often too, as well that we haven't mentioned. Ruben Loftus Cheek. Exactly. So yeah. these are four players that are not just you know you, you could say some of them are very integral to the team. Yeah. Some of them are also very integral to the squad. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I don't know where you guys are getting this stuff from that he does not integrate the youth. Maybe you could say he got rid of some players that were fan favorites, but he also plays players that are embedded into the, the youth system yeah. that came from Cobham. Um, I don't see where you guys... I don't see this statement. Uh, from so, the outside in, this looks like hogwash to me. I think, honestly, obviously, when the when the owners were coming in, they obviously looked at, you know, the Chelsea squad as the Chelsea squad. And, like, now they don't know the pathways of how those guys got in there, right? Obviously, if you're talking about Mount, you're talking about Reese James, you mentioned Frank Lampard, right? If you're talking about... But but still, you, you he continued that... Uh, so he, that means... So he, what he, that, he continued it a little bit, right? It doesn't matter. But what that tells me is he has continued... He has, um, he has metrics for success yes. that he relies on. Mm-hmm. He doesn't rely because you were from Cobham. That means we have to play you. Yes, yes. But the thing, what the thing, what Tabuli was trying to get at is they, they felt like if the kid is coming from the youth, like his pathway will be much more difficult coming into the team, like directly into the team. He would have to take a loan, go out, out learn elsewhere, all of that. And Bowley spoke about this, and he also said, so there was there was one news that came out, and it was Billy Gilmore, right? Billy Gilmore. Tuku told Billy Gilmore to go. He told him to leave. He told him to leave the club. Bowley told Gilmore to stay because he never knows what's going to happen in the future. He was hinting at Tuku getting fired, basically. And but, but Gilmore was already on his mind, I gotta go. Right? So he he went to Brighton and <laughs> Grandpa is here now. Which is fucked up, right? But um yeah, so the way the way that they're looking at it is basically now Chelsea wants to become a multi-club model, right? In a way, what Bowley was speaking about, if, if you watch the Souths thing, he said he wants Chelsea to become have a multi-club model like RB, and I think there was another club as well. Mm. So what they're going to do is... They're going to buy Bi- Brighton? No, no, no. no. <laughs> they look, I think they're looking at... Because he mentioned Portugal. And he's like, he's like, that's actually a really good place to to set, f- put a footprint in, right? You mentioned Portugal. If he brings a team into Portugal, now that team will compete as well in the fucking, in the in the first in what do you call it in like the their prem, di- the first division, the first division. And he's like, he's like, we'll give our academy the chance from here. He says, if we send them on a loan. We no longer handle their development. It's no longer in our hands, right? It's in somebody else's hands. But we want to put ourselves in a position where we can keep everybody's development inside our hands. I I get where you guys are coming from with this, but yeah. I I just in in theory, yeah, it sounds beautiful and practical. Uh, practical. It doesn't sound. Uh, it doesn't sound as effective. Yeah. Uh, reason why I'll say this. Uh, uh, um, RB. La, um, la, uh, the Red Bull yeah. uh, teams follow this model. So you have Salzburg, uh, Leipzig, Leipzig, and I think there's another one in um, um, MLS. I think uh, yeah, New York Red Bulls. Yeah. Um, there might be another one too that I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting about. Yeah, but you guys, this this system, as much as it sounds very beautiful, it sounds great. It's a possibility. You guys mm-hmm. can can work with it. It's not proof. There's no. There's no proof of success. Um, you know the 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 example is Leipzig does this all the time. They loan it to this guy. This guy comes over. Then they transfer him over. Mm-hmm. Um, what I call it is almost in a way, as much as you are trying to solve one part of the problem and you believe heavily in your academy, you are also creating nepotism. Uh, and nepotism in the sense that you only promote or you you spend most of your time and you promote from within. Uh, there's a lot of trash academy players. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. This is no fault in the kids, but there is a lot of trash academy players Absolutely. that would not that today you don't hear about them because they simply did not make the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I will give you an example. Kenneth Omoruwo. This is a Nigerian center back that comes from Cobham's. Um, uh, 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 study or maybe not even common, but somehow mm-hmm. is linked with the Chelsea 
youth uh, system. Yeah. And he is not very good. Uh, there's You cannot find this boy in any top league teams. I don't even know where he plays. Maybe you can search it up on your phone and see if you can locate that. Mm-hmm. But I do not know where Nigeria's starting center back plays. In fact, he shows it so much that he cannot deal with African teams uh, like Ghana, who have no attacking tr- uh, threat. He cannot deal with teams like that. Maybe I don't. I think he might have been injured uh, during the, um, uh, the the qualification there. But over, in general, I don't see a player that really uh, um, embeds me with confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just one example. There's also multiple examples of players not making the cut. They mm-hmm. simply are not good enough. Billy Gilmore, that everybody's rising about, he's okay at best. I'm sorry, man. I watched him at Norwich a couple of a couple of times. Whenever he could get minutes, um, I think he got like a couple of games and a couple of minutes, and I was just like, you know. And it's not. And and I know sometimes, you know, a few a few minutes is not enough time to assess a player, but mm-hmm. you can tell he's good, but. He's lacking a, a higher. There's something when you watch Kante play, and you know this Kante. Nobody can replicate that. Yeah. There's something when you watch um, the likes of uh, what they call him, uh, even Casemiro, mm-hmm. and you you just say nobody can repl- replicate what this guy brings. Yeah. Makalele, those, those type of midfields, Modric, the Iniesta, mm-hmm. Xavi. There's something when you see these guys play, you're like. Nobody else can replicate this because of the way they do it, and they do it so purely, mm-hmm. so well. And I think this is, you guys have to get away from the mindset of our youth, our youth is is great. Yes, you guys you guys fucked up with Mo Salah. Mm-hmm. You fucked up with, um, uh, what do you call it, Kevin De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. But those are not even products of Cobham. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's so many, so many... Areas he, also, where, he also mentioned that. Yeah, but uh, but they're not products of Cobham, though, right? Yeah, no, so no. so that's the thing, they right? They just came after. They came after, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo Salah was tearing it up in, in Basel, mm-hmm. and then he, 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 he got uh, sold over uh, to Chelsea. To Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, what was the other guy? Uh, De Bruyne, I think, was with uh, either Brugge and Electo or something. I may, may be screwing this up. Somewhere but in Br- but, in but somewhere in Bel- Belgium, and look at him now, right? Um, there, I think there's another player that I'm forgetting, but... You get the picture. Mm-hmm. For whatever everybody says about Cobham, I think sometimes it gets a bit over overrated because where are those players in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, you can talk about Frank Lampard promoting and promoting youth, dude. Still, at the end of the day, he didn't win the the Champions League with just the youth. Mm-hmm. He had to win it with, uh, uh, you know, yeah, Tuchel had to win it with experience mm-hmm. because experienced players at the end of the day are the ones. Who can like put the pieces together? Yeah. So, anyway, that's that's my own take on this whole thing. I think I don't think I don't think it's the right. I don't I don't think it's wrong that he got he got the mm-hmm. sack, but I also don't think his reasons for why he got the sack is right either. I think I think it's all a bunch of hogwash. Um, I think they they were looking at Graham Potter, and you guys just didn't know when to pull the trigger because it's like. Yeah. Tuko's a big, massive fan favorite. He just won the Champions League. He took you guys to two big finals, lost on penalties. He didn't mm-hmm. lose it on real time. Yeah. He lost it on penalties mm-hmm. against a very good Liverpool team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's gone so far with this team to the point that Kent couldn't he get... Doesn't he have enough credit in the bank to give him just a little bit more time? But in my opinion... Bowley should have made that decision on day number one. Yeah. New regime, new people, mm-hmm. get out. We don't yeah. want you. But I guess, I guess what they were kind of trying to like look at it and see um, if Tuku was going to fit fit their model and what they were trying to aim for. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't matter if Tuku. Everybody knows Tuku falls out with the people that employ him. Yeah. This is not a. This is not a, a a thing. His longest stint was at PSG. He yeah. dominated when 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 given the time, mm-hmm. right? But I think the the last thing that 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 gets me worried now is like okay, so you guys were you, this were club signings, sure, club signings, and I agree with I agree with it hundred percent. I have no problem with that. I've called out that uh, managers who have that much authority is a danger. Yeah. In fact, to your club. You know, I was I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, when Tuku got fired, I was it was kind of weird because I was looking at it like there's not really a manager that can take over right now. There's nobody on the market. Maybe Zidane, but that's about it. But Zidane probably won't come to England. And then I was looking at it. And I was like, 
who else can take this team and have a longevity type of career with this squad? And like, honestly, I was thinking Pochettino. The reason why I was thinking Pochettino, you seen what he did at, at Tottenham, right? Another thing too is we're looking at it, and yes, he didn't win nothing, but he took them almost to the brinks of it, right? Took them to the Champions League finals, came second in the Prem, right? What's to say he can't take this Chelsea team to the next step? Because now he's won something at PSG, so you can look at that, add that to his resume, regardless of even if it's the league on, it's a Farmers League. The year before that, they did not win. It was Lille that took it, right? Christoph Gaucher. But then, I was like, he does not have big egos in Chelsea to handle. The thing with Poch, you give Poch a team like PSG, who already has big egos, he has to go in there and handle that, it's not going to work. You have to bring him in probably a year or two before, let him deal with the squad that he has right now, then you bring the big egos in and he will know how to handle it. But you don't give it to him right off the bat. And I was thinking, honestly, Pochettino would have been like, this would have been Pochettino's awakening. This would have been it, mm. you know? But, I, I, but for them to go with Grand Potter, they I, were already set on that. So. so I think maybe it's a good a good opportunity to to get onto the Grand Potter thing. But just to kind of quickly finish off there, right? Like, I once again, as I said earlier, I don't believe in. I I actually do understand the club signing thing. Yeah. Um. Or oh, sorry. Like I understand. Like clubs do their own signings and stuff. But I also kind of don't believe in that because if that was the case, then why didn't you guys give him forwards? Um. You know. So that means your 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 uh, recruitment strategy is not very good. It's clear as night and day yeah. that Chelsea need attackers, and and not attackers in the sense of, um, you know, guys who can just like keep creating. Because I think there's creativity on that team. Sure, maybe one or two more. I believe that there's some real good creativity there, mm -hmm. but in the sense of um, uh, a, a dead ball, like a guy who was ice cold and will finish under pressure, yeah. has good composure to finish. So. You guys got Obama Young. I don't think even he's the answer. I don't. I don't. Bro, you know. I was I was looking at this and I was like, man, to be honest, why don't we just go and get Ivan Tony? Sure, that, exactly. That's another thing too. Why don't you guys get Ivan Tony? Right, bro. So, Ivan Tony. He's he's Premier League proven now. Yeah, right? yeah. At this stage, he is. He Premier is. Premier League proven. But I, but I think I think I need to see one more year of Ivan Tony. I'm still kind of. Uh, he's like he's like know. second to Haaland right now. Goal uh, yeah, but he scored a hat trick against who? Uh, was it Burnmouth or somebody? Was uh, it Burnmouth? Yeah, I think I think it's either Burnmouth or somebody that he scored a hat trick against. Nottingham Forest or Forest or yeah, yeah. whoever. Yeah, so I'm not really sold on him. But this is my question, right? So that means your targets. You guys kind of have set him up to fail if that's the case. Yeah. You guys haven't given him. Well, no, no. You guys haven't given him the the tools or the arsenal. We were here making fun of Tuko, saying, "Hey, Tuko keeps buying defenders. What's going on with this guy?" Mm -hmm. he, you know, but. Overall, when you look at it at the end of the day, yeah. maybe you guys should have gotten some, you know, dead ball killers. Guys who, because there's a lot of runners on the team. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who can move about and create space. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of guys who can even move about, create space, which will create opportunities. But there's not enough guys that is ice cold yeah. killer that can shoot from outside, score, ice shoot killer. from inside, score. You know, headers, yeah, ugly goals, whatever. You know, whatever you guys don't have get that. The, get the advantage, right? and 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 Lukaku is not that guy, by the way. So just, so just this is crazy now, right? Because now Tuku is gone. Lukaku is an inter. What what if what if Grand Potter says Lukaku come back and I will fit you into my then system? then then that's it. I think I think a guy like Grand Potter. Uh, okay, would so love, let's would love to would, would love, love, love a guy like Lukaku yeah. because of what he's worked with. The mm -hmm. guy was working with Neil Mopey for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, I'm I'm just I'm just saying, right? And Daniel Daniel Welbeck was another person who was working on. I actually think Daniel Welbeck is not bad. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Danny, but yeah, he got not, too he got way too many injuries and yeah. and that he really yeah messed up his career. Mm -hmm. But he's he's actually he's a hard worker. He mm -hmm. runs hard. He moves around a lot. Very that's, intelligent. The, yeah, that's the one key thing that. Lukaku will have to be able to adapt to just you know really lay, raise his uh, his uh, IQ mm -hmm. uh, on a team like this. Um, he couldn't do it with Tuchel. He ran over the, to to Italy, and yeah. now 
Graham was probably going to deserve the same thing, that selflessness, that, you know, work ethic. Yeah. Um, but even on Graham Potter, I'm still not sure. Look, I always thought Graham Potter di- needed another job yeah. before a job like Chelsea, Chelsea. Liverpool, Maybe like United. In Southampton or like... No, no, not in Southampton. I think he's doing well with Brighton, actually. actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, you always want to look at what is that... There's always that, that, that second-tier club, right? Yeah, there's yeah. always... You know, yeah, you've got the 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 top the top tier like the cities and the uh, the uh, Liverpools mm-hmm. at this at this moment, but then there's always that second tier level that a lot of people don't uh, quite. Um, I mean, not a lot of people think of, but but it's an option. Usually, we say Tottenham that is one of those clubs, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, the clubs with, with oh, gravitas. So, so, so check this out, right? Grand Potter eighteen months ago turned down Tottenham. He said no. Because he was waiting for a club that was um, that was ready that he felt was ready to compete for the Premier League. Okay, right? so that, and that's fair. So he yeah. feels now that Chelsea is that club to compete. Mm-hmm. I think he needed. I I think there was one or two two things that needed to happen. Graham Potter either needed a team of the level of Tottenham, yeah. or Graham Potter needed to take his own team to top six, mm-hmm. top four. And in my opinion, I'm going to say this, I, I think he needed to win a trophy. Yeah. He needed to win a trophy. And some people may say, hey, he doesn't have the players, but a guy that's held with such high standards and high regards mm-hmm. needs to take his team to that next level yeah. for us to start considering. Because people are saying, oh, yeah, you know, but his team is like, what, uh, fourth or whatever they are on the, t- on the table right now? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the question is, Will that team finish off the season in the same position? In the same position. Yeah. If they do, bow down. Mm-hmm. Potter, you've you've done it, you know? Mm-hmm. If they don't, and, and in fact, they've lost a lot of players, yeah. but if they don't still, then are you sure you're ready? Because let me tell you the, let me tell you the thing. West Ham, yes, they finally regressed to the mean. You know, they're not they're not that good. I I always never really gave West Ham a lot of uh Love because I always expected that they're not gonna be that good. Yeah, forever. And, and they're not. Then they showed that last season. This mm-hmm. season they may come back up, but but this is my thing, and this is the same thing too with De- guys like Declan Rice. Yeah, uh, people will be louding up these players. They are not good enough because to to be at that upper echelon, you not only have to have like one or two good games. You have to you be don't, consistent. You have to be consistent. That your normal has to be the best every time. Eight mm-hmm. out of ten. Eight out of ten. Out of ten. And then maybe your off game is a 7 or a 6 or a 5 out of 10. Yeah. That's what Modric gives. That's what, no, seriously. People mm-hmm. hear me. Maybe like, man, Benson, get off Modric's dick, man. Modric, I can't. Modric, I'm Modric not. Nice. You know, in, Iniesta, Modric, Paul Scholes, mm-hmm. Xavi. Mm-hmm. This is the level they hit every time. And, and, and because of that, they, they took their teams and their teams hit that level every time. Mm-hmm. Same thing with coaches. Yeah. The reason why Mourinho, even despite his uh, sabbatical at Roma or his exile at Roma, if some some people want to call it that, everybody's he's still lauded as one of the greats. Mm -hmm. Why? Because Mourinho at the top stayed there, Mm -hmm. stayed there for ages, and then eventually he got came in the United and we ruined him, (laughs) right? But he stayed at the top for ages, right? And this is what I am saying, Mm -hmm. Graham Potter. For him, in my opinion. To now, for us to start to consider him, uh, you know, worthy of this opportunity, in my opinion, he needed to do that. Yeah. And he hasn't done it yet. So mm-hmm. we will see. We will see. I, okay. I just want you guys to be very careful about this because the reason why I want you guys to be very careful is because. It's a five year um, deal. Uh, yeah, it's a five year deal, number one. But another thing, too, is Grand Potts, I don't think he stayed that long in any of his, his roles. You only, know, usually. Only at, uh, only at Osterson. Osterson was yeah. the only one. Eight years, right? Yeah, but but you see how far he took them. He took them yeah. to the Europa League, right? Mm-hmm. Which was phenomenal that he did that, yeah. right? But the next thing was I was expecting, okay, now when you're competing on the highest level at all fronts, can you do it again? And mm-hmm. I wanted to see him do it with Brighton. I really did. I really wanted to say, this guy has got the got the chops. Now's yeah. the time for people to move in for him. But it doesn't seem to be the case. So we will see. We yeah. will see. I, I On the other hand, for Tuko, he made his bed. Look, yeah. man. Yeah, he made his bed. Yeah. So like, I, obviously, I'm, I need to, I need to obviously give, you know, Tuku his flowers. Regardless, you know, I still love the guy. You know, let's be honest. 
he was my he was my second my second pick right before um right after Eric Ten Hag because obviously you know I wanted Ten Hag to be the Chelsea manager a long time ago as the first pick but Tuku was like my second so um you know shout out to Tuku you know we appreciate everything that you've done for us you know it's been it's been a ride you know 18 I think it was 19 months you lasted 8 days more than Frank Lampard <laughs> Um, but this is this is like this is the root this is the rootlessness of the game, man. This is the way it goes. We appreciate everything. We wish you good luck on your next uh, endeavor, and uh, you know, always up to Chelsea. And thank you, thank you, Toko. Awesome. All right, we'll go over to quickly to Scott Parker. Um, so Scott Parker also got the boot. Yeah. Um, do you think that was deserved? This was weird. Like it happened, but. Man, you're playing against like top top tier teams. You know what I mean? Like top tier teams, they're gonna smash you, right? His his fixture schedule was not the best starting off, and that really raped him, basically. And uh, I think the club should have maybe looked at it in a sense where it's like, let's give him a shot with the lower guys and see what he's able to do, but. I guess they were also looking at teams like Fulham and they were looking at some other guys and they were like, and Nottingham Forest and they were like, Forest just tied uh, Liverpool, right? Was it was it, was it it the tie with Liverpool or was it Fulham? Uh, Fulham tied 2-2. Um, I can't remember what Nottingham did. They might have tied 2, but I, I can't. Uh, I can't. Yeah. Did they even play that? And, I can't remember. Also, My Ever- brain is Everton, cold. Everton also tied Liverpool. Right, so they were also they should. I pretty, I'm pretty sure they were also looking at that, and they were like, "Yeah, look, but you're getting smoked nine zero by yeah. these guys, and you know it's not a, really a good look." But I think they should have given him some more time. I think because he already brought them up. But hey, just like the same thing goes with Tuko, the game is the game in this business is fucking rootless, man. Yeah, look, I I I think it was. Um, I'm fifty fifty on it. I think a part of me thinks it was deserved. I thought part of me thinks it wasn't unfair. But if you had seen. The statements coming out of Scott Parker after those games, he didn't sound like, "Yeah, we're gonna turn this around." He sounded like, "These players are shit. Like give me new players. <laughs> like, so give you, me you wanted a Nottingham like, Forest. Like, yeah, he's like, give me new players. <laughs> give right? me a whole twenty-two. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> the the I can't believe they did that, man. That's gotta be a record. Yeah, they they signed quite a bit, but they lost a lot of players. That's the yeah. thing a lot of people yeah. don't mention is Nottingham actually lost a lot of players, but they signed some. Wow. Anyway, so I think that was that was that mm-hmm. is he looked at uh, they looked at it and said, look, this guy has no hope. You know, you, you, not only that he has no hope, he's also asking us to spend money that we don't have. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like about Scott uh, on this was Scott called it out. Mm-hmm. Give me players, man. And I always say it as a manager, you got to protect yourself a bit. Yeah. If you don't, if if you do, if you don't ask for players and you sit down there, um, and take those L's, then that's on you. Yeah. But if you're taking those L's and you're telling them, look, this is not good enough. Mm-hmm. We need we need reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Then okay, partially on you because you shouldn't be losing by nine goals. Yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, in 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 his fault. So yeah. uh, he's he's doing what he needs to do. He's calling the the, the club out and he's mm-hmm. trying to get the right uh, type of support. Uh, fortunately, um, he got fired. You know he he paid the price for it. Yeah. But he's gonna get a nice fat compensation. A club in the championship will probably call him up in a couple of months. Oh yeah, easily. Uh, so my or only, if, or maybe even in the prem. Yeah, right. Because now he's already here and he's been. Here I don't. Already. I don't think. I don't think a club will call him in the prem. Yeah. I don't think he's a good enough manager for the prem. I think he's good enough for the championship. Yeah, he knows how. He knows how to. He knows how to play the championship. Mm-hmm. But his problem, Scott, is the same problem that Lampard had, um, and is all we think about. Is forward ever backwards, ne- backwards never? never yeah. So he needs he needs to. It seems Lampard is adjusted to that now. Right? He had no choice because yeah. he realized what he was working with. Yeah. He needs to understand. I need i I need to i need have I need I need to have a great balance to my system. I need to have a defensive uh, setup, defensive schemes. Yeah. Um. I need to focus and I need to work on those uh, key areas mm-hmm. in 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 my team's game. Yeah. 
and coach effectively in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where he lacked. I think offensively, yeah, he, he. I mean, he wasn't that great in the Premier League, but yeah. they they still they 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 won a they won a game against Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've you've got to give him his chops. Like mm-hmm. he knows from an attacking point, he tries his best. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I don't really see them attacking very well either. Like they're not. They don't look that good. But I think overall, that was Eddie Howe that made you know, them like that. Uh, well, Eddie Howe's stamp on that team is long gone. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's gone. It's not. It's not there anymore. I don't think so. But uh, maybe a few players there, but overall, it's gone. So I, yeah, I, that's why I think his uh, uh, the issues with Scott was, and mm-hmm. I mean, he paid the price. He's gonna get a fat compensation. He's gonna go to a championship team. Bob is yeah. gonna be his uncle. Everybody's gonna be happy. So um, Tuku made fifteen million from the there Chelsea you go. Second. Get sacked like Mourinho. Yeah, Mourinho used to make make a name from, of getting from sacked. getting sacked. He will because, stay in the job for two years and you get sacked. But then he you get sacked and he'll give them like a wake up call in the process of getting sacked. Yeah. But uh, another thing too, another thing I forgot to touch on with this whole Tuku situation was um, they wanted Tuku to build the empire, right? They wanted him to build the whole football structure. Want him, they didn't want him to build, build shit. They did. But the thing was Tuku was not liking the extra responsibility. And he even came out and said, I don't, I'm not really liking these extra responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were kind of like, what? and a lot of managers were like, yo, man, we jump at a chance to do that shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they get to build their own empire like, and literally have everything be structured around what they want. Right. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't seem like he was very keen on it. And, and that was another, another reason why they were like, yeah, we don't see him really like, well, my, my thing is that's dumb. They need to hire a uh, sporting director. Yeah, so now director. now they now they got Graham Potter, and guess what they asked him? Who should be our next sporting director? But why? But dude, <laughs> if that was the case, I would just call... If if they hired me in the job, yeah. and they said, who do you want to be your next sporting director? I would just say, could you hire my brother, Victor Speck, please? <laughs> because guess what's going to happen? <laughs> I'm never going to get sacked, bro. You're going to have to sack him to sack me. Right, like no, they obviously they obviously know. want guys that you know know their stuff. I right? know, but still, and, and they like... and they they paid twenty something million to Brighton, and they took their recruitment, their goalkeeper, and they took um his whole staff as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, they did. So. They 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 scooped their their guys up. Yeah, but like, took, took, it's it's what it is. It's a, I mean, but like with the Brighton model work, and we already started the first game. Uh, with a tie, one one anyway. So oh yeah, we didn't even speak about that. Yeah, we didn't. But I don't think it's necessary to be honest. I think today is uh, Tuchel's day, uh, and and Graham's day. Uh, the the games will come thick and fast, and we'll get to see what he's really all about. He has enough time. If the games get suspended for him, he has enough time to get his ideas across and yeah. whatnot. Um, so so, so we def- we're goes. missing one one more week of games. Yeah, and then, and then we'll be back next week. Yeah. All right, um, we're running out of time here, actually. We've spent a lot of time talking about sackings. Real quick, <laughs> we're going to talk about Manchester United. Manchester United lost 1-0 to Sociedad. Um, I didn't really watch the game. Watch the highlights. Man, the, the, the call from the referee was uh, was a disaster. I saw it, um, yeah. was an absolute disaster. Martinez was definitely not... That was definitely not a, a blatant handball. Look, I, I complain about the Premier League referees, um, but on the other hand, but they're worse though. There's, but <laughs> but there's some like the, yeah, Premier League refs are worse. But that was just horrible. Yeah, and, I, and I, they I, have VAR, you know? Who? Europa has VAR. Yes, VAR. They they checked it in VAR and they still called it a, a, a penalty. penalty. So it's what it's what it is. Um, but the one thing I wanted to highlight out of this whole thing was the disaster class from uh, Ronaldo. Oh Jesus! Uh, you know, I saw some of the misses and I was just like, what is happening? Um, Ronaldo may be really done out done out here, and I know well, I've, been, I, I've been saying um, I've, guy needs to retire. The guy, the guy, yeah, we go to MLS. Yeah, he needs to he needs to do either one or the other. But I've been saying, hey, you know, Ronaldo is our guy. He is the striker. You know, we have nobody. Keep him in there. Um, if not, buy somebody who's just good enough. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, honestly, he looks bad, dude. Like, and he hasn't looked good for a while. Um, we can't. You can't be having a striker that needs ninety minutes to to do his thing, mm-hmm. to be coming in for thirty minutes and doing nothing. Any, um, yeah. So, but man, Ronaldo is done. I've been saying this. You know, it's it's time to let him go. But let's move on to Prison FC. <laughs> prison FC. Benjamin Mendy. 
Oh, oh so did you hear the news? What happened? So Mandy has been um one one out of the six, I think one of the one out of the six rape cases has already been dropped because the first uh the the girl said it was rape, but they found a sex tape. Oh yeah, so it was obviously a sex but dude, between. But both yeah, of them. but yeah, dude, this is one out of six. Yeah. So, so now uh, we're we're saying Felix was saying on the group chat today they're all gonna drop. It just one. Nah, nah, nah. And nah. Mason Greenwood yeah. as well. Greenwood's case might also get dropped. Dude, Mason Greenwood's case was very clear. I don't see how that's gonna get dropped unless the girl says, says I am dropping acting. the charges. I don't want to do anything, um, you know. We, but then you know she got a fat paycheck. Yeah, that's most likely what might happen. But I honestly, that's just disgusting. Some, people, some like, people were saying that no. it was it was fucking like uh, like role play or some shit. No, like no, that. no, that's disgusting. Yeah, I, that's I, fact. yeah, I, I, I don't want to say anything about it because I don't know what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but those tapes were very, very. Yeah, it's sad. Like, you know, we've got sisters and, and the, the last and thing the we wanted to, you too. know. Yeah, those were horrible. So yeah. I I personally don't want to get into that stuff. It's not it's not my own uh, territory. And, uh, you know, I, I, was, I thought when you brought up Prison Essie, I was like, I thought you were going to mention, like, you know, Ronaldo's uh, uh, sexual assault. Oh, case, yeah, my yoga. You know, so but I, didn't that get dropped? Yeah, I did. But I, I thought you were going to bring it up because I was like, oh, shoot, is there something I don't know about? But you're talking about dumb things. So anyway, um, you know, uh, but uh, yeah. So the, the one thing I actually want to bring up, speaking of United, was Martial. Martial came up and he opened up about his relationship with uh, Mourinho, yeah. how much work he had been putting in. And Mourinho uh, wasn't you know, appreciating it. You know, he wasn't. He was like, hey, uh, Zlatan is here. He wants the number nine. Uh, and then number 11 was worn by Ryan Giggs, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Martial said, no, I like to keep my number nine. You know, I appreciate all the stuff Ryan Giggs has done, but I'm a, you know, this is my number. Next minute, bang. You know, they they take it away from him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then fast forward um, to everything uh, that happened. He he started to play with uh, with um, uh, he uh, sorry Mourinho got Alexis Sanchez and I remember this when Mourinho got Alexis I thought that was mm-hmm. one of the dumbest things Mourinho has done Alexis Sanchez a guy who was clearly clearly lugging it behind he wasn't what he used to be mm-hmm. um, and you had a guy like Martial this guy was literally fighting to keep Mourinho in his job yeah. anytime he played he was scoring, scoring goals, goals yeah. all of a sudden him. he's not on the team why because Mourinho has his weird fetishes with uh, who he's brought in sure look Martial I don't think Martial is I mean I don't think Martial proved anything mm-hmm. that he's he, you know that he's worth it or whatever I don't think he d- he did that. I think at the end of the day, overall, I think Mourinho saw something mm-hmm. that we didn't see, but the way he handled it, eh, whatever. He's the he's the boss. Mm-hmm. So, but then the other thing too that followed up with that was Ole. Um, he goes in and talks about Ole and his injuries and yeah. uh, Ole playing him while he was injured. injured, just like he did with Rashford. Yeah, he did with Rashford. He mm-hmm. did with um, Maguire. He did. You must his... play. You must play for the badge. <laughs> yeah, play for the badge, buddy. Um, but then he did all these things, and then you look at play. He's like, I lost explosion. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yes. You know, accelerate. Uh, I was struggling with this injury, but I would not say no to mm-hmm. playing for United, and I did all of that. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, look at me now. And when when the time came and I got did get injured, mm-hmm. I got tossed on the wayside. So yeah. a bit I mean, you don't hear Martial talk a lot, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. But hearing hearing him do do this, I was like, I'm, I'm thankful he did this. Yeah. Bayi recently came out the other day, mentioned like, hey, you know, only English players were playing, they need yeah. to give more opportunities to other players. Yeah. Um they need to break the the cl- the clicks the clicks yeah yeah Dean Henderson came even, out even Lukaku said that too yeah, yeah yeah Dean Henderson came out the other day and then also said hey you know uh, this is what's happening I didn't want them to give me a look so as much as I Dean Henderson is a bit of a cocky little shit mm-hmm. um, I still appreciate it I know this sounds crazy but I appreciate it when these players came out and I love I, I know that a lot of people like like to like say, oh, don't come out, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I actually like it when players come out and be candid and be real. I think they're gonna, I think they're possibly gonna get in trouble for it, but I love when they come out and they're real yeah. because they give fuck, you man, like to what's happening. Be, yeah, because football sometimes we you know yes they get paid a lot. Yeah, if I got paid a lot, I'll shut up and I'll just take my money and walk away. Mm-hmm. But 
I appreciate people who just like, let me tell you, like, I really do care. Yeah. Like, my career meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I, I was pushing. I was working hard. Um, and, you know, nothing was working out for me. Mm-hmm. That That's a good that's a good thing. Now, if everybody came out and we're talking smack all the time, then you're like, whoa, 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 slow down a bit there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I what I what I like was, you know, they used their platforms to talk. They're gonna probably I said they're probably going to get in trouble with the club. Mm-hmm. But it, it I felt good relief that these guys like, look, we give a shit. We want to be the best at our jobs. Mm-hmm. We want to be the best at what we do. We really care about you, the, the, the team, the, team um, the, the club, the fans. Uh, and you guys may, may think we don't give a shit, but yeah. we actually do. Um, and yes, we want to play. I know, like, you know, Martial says, hey, you know, it cost me an opportunity to win the France World Cup. Yeah. Um, sure, yes, that's part of it. And it, do, it did do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it shows like, you know, he just doesn't want to sit there, collect a paycheck and do fuck all. Yeah. So it, it was cool to see. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of minutes. Quickly, quickly wrapping things up. Uh, Italian League. So over oh, the weekend. I saw Juve. Yeah, Roma. We'll start off with Roma. Roma beat some team. I can't remember the name. 2-1. Um, why Paola, can't I remember Paola the team de, now? De Bala and, uh, beautiful goal. And uh, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham. Beautiful Beaut- cross from Dybala. Yeah, Dybala is playing out of his skin <laughs> on this team. I am absolutely loving it. Mm-hmm. Uh, last, the, the previous week, they, they got torn apart 4-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was good to see that reaction from them uh, come through and uh, Dybala really get the results. really is a Mourinho player. He is, man. <laughs> I think Mourinho is that one guy that you give all the love to one specific type of player. Mm-hmm. Everybody else can, you know, Fuck do off. one. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can tell he loves Dybala. Yeah. So Dybala, oh, yeah. Dybala, Dybala is absolutely flying on uh, that Roma team. Mm-hmm. Um, the other team that played, which was a very crazy game, Juve gets Salernitana. Wow. Bro, this was crazy. Honestly, look. Salernitana should have won it. Bro. Juve got lucky. I don't like Juventus. I'm not a fan of Juventus. I actually, I'm not a, I don't like, I don't, I love seeing them where they are. Yeah. Um, but I think if there's one advice I would give you guys, you know, Juventus uh, followers, Allegri needs to go, man. This guy doesn't, this guy is kind of, look, you, I don't. You know, you know, this, this, he I, needs I to knew, go, I man. knew he needed to go from the, from the time we made it to two finals and didn't do anything. Yeah. Because, in those two finals, he he before he got to the finals, he was playing attack. He was playing like attack, and and it was winning games. It was winning games because they were solid at the back. Then got got to the finals and got scared. I don't know if it's him or the players that got scared, but you can tell they didn't want to play football that day. Whatever it is, maybe they they got uh, they got destroyed by the occasion. But I will just say one thing. I don't like doing this because I really hold I, – I, I, any manager that wins things, I hold them in, you know, good regard. You yeah. know what I mean? But some people just – when I look at the way he approached the game, i just like, this is fucking Juventus for fuck's sakes. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are these players from, from Salernitana? Salernitana? Like only Candreva that I know about. Yeah. The rest, I'm kind of like – I had to research one of the guys, Dia. Uh, uh, Loni, yeah. um, oh, I can't for he's a uh, French team, uh, Senegal, Senegalese player. He did plays for Monaco or, or whichever, and he was loaned to Salernitana. Um, and he just like he's good, but I'm like Juventus has so many killers. Like regardless that Di Maria is not playing, um, you know the couple of uh, uh, what they call it. Um, was look at I think Lucatelli was playing but I can't remember now or he got subbed on you know they still in my opinion should be able to 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 do their business against yeah. the team they have enough players do Dusan Vlaovic uh they've got Milic mm-hmm. uh Moise Kian, even though he's good Miretti as a midfielder that kid is wonderful phenomenal mm-hmm. uh what are they doing and they and then on the left back he keeps playing guys like Danilo the fossil or or right back fossil of Danilo or Leonardo Bonucci, mm-hmm. bro. You have Daniel Rugani, who's a lot better of a center back. That that Rugani guy is actually very underrated. I'm oh, surprised man. nobody is really even bro, looking at him. That guy in FIFA, I used to <laughs> buy him all the time. Yeah, bro. but I think no, it was FIFA 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 18, FIFA 19, and 20. Yeah, that that, that guy is a phenomenal phenomenal uh, center back. 
I w- when I saw him the first time, I was shocked. Him and Bremer were. I think he's. I think he, you know that's the best partnership they have. Mm-hmm. Stop playing this Bonucci shit. Like mm-hmm. Bonucci is a, Bonucci is, was done how many years ago? He just yeah, he keeps he, just, he keeps trying to get he, Bonucci he, back. He just got lucky that you know Southgate only plays one way. That's the only way that. Uh, uh, he was able to win the Italian. Um, uh, I mean, sorry, the, the, Euro, the Euros. World Cup, yeah. So you're looking at you're looking at this, and you're like, "What is what is Allegri doing yeah. for starters?" But then things got messy, man. I've uh, from from two 0 they just roared back, you know, and they were, and that was fantastic, man. Because when I was watching this game, and I was like, "Man, it was like one zero. Oh, damn, they scored two, and it was like." Shit, here we go. But I'm like, it's it's before halftime. I'm like, they're gonna talk. They're gonna figure some shit out. They're gonna get back to it. I believe in my team. You know what I mean. So when it went, when it happened, I was like, I was so switched on. Now I'm watching this thing. It just got so exciting. We should have scored maybe like five goals. Yeah, Juventus. Right? Just, but like, but that's the thing. If Juventus had started that way earlier, mm. you would have seen they just, a different game yeah. altogether. Yeah. But because they didn't, they let these guys build their game, and then now they're trying to come back into the game. Two zero, then two one, and what goals? Then two two, and then just right before, and this was like at the 89th, 90th minute. And I think it was like ninety. They scored the second goal at the at the eighty nine ninetieth, and then the third that was supposedly coming was uh, who was it again? Costage uh, was it Costage? Mm, Milik. Milik, yeah. So Milik scores this header yeah. that we think is a goal. And Milik takes off his shirt. He's already on a yellow oh, yo, card. That was wild. Then as soon as he took off his shirt, he got a yellow and a red. red. And then they went to VAR, mm-hmm. and somebody was offside, and Milik's goal got chopped up. Yeah, but the the thing people were saying was VAR uh, screwed up. I they can't, did. I I don't I think, understand. I think, I think they did. I don't think Bonucci bit. touched the ball. He didn't. I don't think he did. But the thing was, Bonucci was in the the eyesight of the goalkeeper. No, he wasn't. The goalkeeper was the goalkeeper was on the other side. The uh, Bonucci was. You, on you the know other what? Way. You're right. You're absolutely no, was, right. Yeah. He was he was not in the eyesight, but the thing was he was still kind of trying to get to the ball. Yeah. When you know he headed it, so I guess they kind of took that into consideration, and then they called it. You know. Yeah, but so, um, if that. that's is that good solace, I haven't I haven't seen the result for uh, Juventus side. So I don't know if they won today. Did they even win today at all? Oh, I missed that one. Uh, I, double I check. Double I check. Because I because I, I can't remember if they if they won. Um, um, you know, if they if they had won today, then we could have been saying, okay, you know what, fine, okay, they they've made it up, uh, everything is good, but overall, they're seventh, uh, they're seventh in the league, and they do not look, um, you know, they don't they don't look like uh like a dominating like a dominating team. Mm-hmm. They they which keep, might they not keep, be such a bad. They thing. keep they keep coming back, you know, here and there in games. Beat them you know, um, three, so three, so yeah. There's uh, Juve lost to Benfica two. See, Juve lost to Benfica two one. I was telling. Mil- scored in the fourth minute, bro. David, oh bro, this is God. the so look at Juve won. Uh, we're up one nil against Benfica. I can probably tell you what happened. The, the moment they the scored out. The moment doesn't matter. The moment they scored that one goal, bless you. The moment they scored that one goal, they uh what they call him? Allegri the probably was like, "Yep, we got him." Park you know, the park bus. the bus. And guess what? He probably sees possession and Benfica does his thing. I'm probably bro telling you that's probably what happened. Let's just look at this. Is David Neres, man? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember David Neres? Um, so this guy, this guy went on like he went on two teams after after Ajax, eh? Yeah. Bro, look at it. Possession, 57% Benfica. Bro. Shots, 19. Shots on target, 7. No, hold up, hold up. Pass accuracy, 83%. Compared to Juventus, shots, 11. Shots on target, 3. Possession, 43%. Pass accuracy, 77%. Look, Allegri. Need to, look, I don't, I don't want anybody to get sacked. This guy is probably going to get sacked. He has it written all over him. And you know who I think should probably... Even though I hate to recommend this guy over to to Juventus and you guys, the person that I think Mourinho? that can take it, no, not Mourinho. Mourinho hates Juventus. The person I think uh, I can still, take it, the, the no, he wouldn't. The person who I think is gonna that you guys should be looking at, Ernesto Valverde. You go and get him. 
you you your team like this should not be should not be behaving this way at home. Um, you know he's he's collecting uh, 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 his headers, eh? Yeah, but he's and, not gonna play next game. Uh, who knows? Uh, but he probably should. Maybe even bench Vlahovic. But no, good Milik, old Milik won't play. But oh yeah, record. got the record. But good old uh, good old Allegri will find ways to fuck that up anyway. But honestly, man, they're really like messing up Vlahovic, bro. Like the guy is a beast. But yeah, and but but if you don't have if you don't have a system where you support the beast, you can forget it. Yeah. Let's look at this. All right. So, uh, guys, this is it. Um, we're going to call it the day. Uh, and, uh, you know, what a what what a session. Uh, please, please watch the games. Uh, it's live on DAZN if you want to go watch them. Or watch the highlights either. For the Champions, uh, for the Champions League. League um, you and, know. And watch the Italian because that will be... And watch it. Now. Yeah, watch the Italian League. And the La Liga. Um, uh, one, one, fun, one, fun, one fun aspect... Uh, there was a uh, there was a blinder of a game played between Barcelona and uh, Bayern Munich, oh my God. which Bayern uh, won two nil. Uh, Lewandowski's return didn't work out. So anyway, check those he games out. Like three four chances. <laughs> yeah, check those games out. But uh, we are we are out of time. We have to go. We have a game uh, that we have to run over to. But thank you so much. You guys all have a phenomenal day. Cheers, guys. <laughs>